Hello and welcome to Meanwhile in the Falklands, the podcast done by FITV. You're joined by myself, Thomas Stockting. Hello, I'm Hannah. Hi, I'm Kyle. <laughs> and welcome, welcome, welcome. This is my second one back since I got back, so we're going to have to bear with uh, in case everything slips up. But we've had, um, we've had a bit of a hectic week, haven't we, guys? A little bit of a hectic week, <laughs> to say the least. It's been, it's been busy. It's been busy. I did sort of get myself caught up in a court case for most of the week, so I disappeared for the start of it. But you guys had a big day out on Tuesday, didn't you? We did. We went all the way up to MPA. Was that, the, that wasn't the first time you went up, was it? Was no, we've we been, been up there a few times now. Yeah. But, um, work or leisure? Uh, work. Work every single time, I think. I've not been up there for leisure yet. Caught in, caught in two blizzards on the way up? Caught in two separate blizzards. <laughs> First blizzard on the way up, and it was we were concerned about whether or not we'd get there safely. <laughs> and then the second blizzard, we were inside a helicopter. Though well, luckily it wasn't flying. So, you know. <laughs> we left the Cracker Sparrows, didn't we? Oh we my God, we left so early. To allow for the blizzards. Yep. And I'm glad we did, actually, because we, we got there way in time. We were quite early, but it was quite nice to go and have a chat yeah. with... Uh, Ronnie from the Penguin News. And yeah. Uh, what time did you guys end up setting off from Stanley? Well, I think we left. We left here about half eight. Was it half eight or no, eight o'clock? Yeah, eight we woke up at half seven to get yeah, in here yeah. to double check everything and check the um, questions that we yeah, yeah. double checked everything. Yeah, because yeah. you, uh, you were up interviewing CBF, weren't you? We yeah. were. We were up, well, CBF, Commander of the British Commander Forces. Commander of the British Forces in the South Atlantic Islands. Brigadier Nick He's yeah. really nice though, wasn't he? He was he lovely. All, all the pictures of his family and kids up in the house, which is quite nice. And he stays at Mount Pleasant House, which is like yeah. his fancy. And he was saying that his <laughs> wife's just allowed him to put up his fishing pictures. Yes, he was showing <laughs> yeah. us, wasn't he? Yes, he was. Keen fisherman. Keen fisherman. From some Swedish artist or something he was saying. Yeah, he said it was a Swedish artist. Yeah. They were quite nice, to be honest. Yeah. I was yeah. going to say, what did they look like? They it's were just like uh, <laughs> pencil drawings of different fish and stuff. Okay. But he was saying his wife's only just allowed him to put them up on the walls. <laughs> Only so. I'm surprised she allowed him at all. No, exactly. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> but he was lovely, wasn't he? He was absolutely lovely. Was that the first really? time you met CBF? No, it was the first time I've met the CBF. So you've met CBF now, and obviously you've met, I take it, the governor, Nigel Phillip? I've met the governor, and so I've met the uh, acting slash deputy governor as well. Mr. Mism? So, Mr. Mism. Yeah. I'm going to put the question out there, Kyle, and I'm really going to throw <laughs> you in front of the bus with it. Which one's nicer? Um, or which one did you feel more privileged to meet? <laughs> there you go. You can't say yeah. that. I'm not, all, all, of them. I'm, all of them. It's a privilege <laughs> to meet all of them. Um, yeah, not asking you as the journalist here, <laughs> asking you as the person. I mean, the governor is the one I brag the most about back in the UK, I have to admit. Um, I think I've been bragging about the CBF quite, okay. a bit, quite a bit. Purely because I think more people would understand <laughs> what that is back home rather than being like, oh, I spoke to the governor. Because I think every time I've mentioned that, they've been like, What's, who's the governor? What, what do they do? And I'm like, oh, well. And then you have to actually get into the whole representative, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Oh, so you have Whereas, to get into more of a conversation. Yes. Whereas if you're like, oh, commander of the British Forces, like, ooh, that sounds fancy. Well, there we go. Let's, let's pose that question out to the listeners then. Which one, which one do you think is fancier? The governor of the Falkland Islands or the commander of the British forces right there? <laughs> what else did you guys get up to at Mount Pleasant? Because, I mean, you were there for pretty much the whole day, weren't you? Yeah, we were there for a long, long while. We, um, went, and saw, um, we went and saw some of the guys at the BFBS, which yes, was quite we did. nice, wasn't it? Mm. We popped in and say hello to them. They were always fun being lovely. We saw Jenny. Um, she had a lovely tan. She <laughs> <away>. <laughs> How long was she away for? Uh, I think she went away to see her mum, um, and I don't know whether her mum's got a place in Spain, 
could be right Ooh. wrong, but she was all tanned and nice when she oh, very came oh, back. I'm looking lovely. Speaking of Ginny coming back, did you see her post on the Falkland Islands community board yesterday? No. no. Uh, her wheelie bin has gone walkabout. Oh, that <laughs> I didn't that was, realize that was her. Yes, that was her. That was her. But the uh, the best thing is, it was a, the wheelie bin has disappeared while she went away. So there was more of a, an SOS inquiry as to whether <laughs> anyone had seen said wheelie bin. But the most fantastic thing about the post is that she went onto Google and got a stock photograph <laughs> of a wheelie bin, just in case anybody in case didn't, didn't know. <laughs> See, I think they should have static bins here because it's yeah, so windy, it's all the wheelie bins get blown over. Yeah. So they should have like ones that are like concreted into the ground where the, the bin men just take the, take the bag out, bag and, out and the government should roll it out for free. There we go. Yeah. There we go, government. There's a suggestion. <laughs> Take Han that. Hannah's <laughs> big move, now. yeah. <laughs> but they should, because there's so many wheelie bins that are always mm. knocked over, and even if you tie it down, it goes everywhere. Yeah. All the plastic was floating about and flying in no, the wind. Exactly. If you had like a static one that was like concreted in with a lid, it wouldn't, you wouldn't have the problem. Well, that thing, I think that segues very nicely onto a different thing we were going to talk about today, which is the fact that today and mainly yesterday, yes, Kyle so. got his experience of a proper <laughs> of a proper South Atlantic storm, didn't you? It was horrible. It was the worst storm I think I've ever been in. It, mm -hmm. The wind was so violent, and the rain was so. Oh my God! I think I stood outside. Unrelenting, for about, I think. Unrelenting. I stood outside for about a minute, and I think I got soaked through. <laughs> it was absolutely awful. I had to come. I had to come back here and run out to film the. Uh, the uh, glass recycling bin that's yes. outside Stanley Services and I was out there for about five minutes and I think I was soaked, the DSLR was soaked. Paula it uh, is okay I promise. <laughs> <laughs> it still works fine um, but yeah it was absolutely horrible and then trying to sleep through it as well I think I keep getting mm. woken up every So windy that that, that lamppost down yeah, there, that lamppost. I don't know why I'm pointing listeners <laughs> sorry I'm pointing to the lamppost but it's gone yeah, it's nearly gone Full over, and I don't think that was just wind. I think that maybe there's a combination think, yeah. of someone hitting it, and then the wind just kind of taking it. I think someone <laughs> someone knocked it, and then the wind did the rest of the job. Yeah, not good. But, um, yeah, I keep um, I keep looking at the uh, window in our living room because it keeps looking like it's about to smash every time the wind hits. Well, it. that's actually a special window. Oh, is it? Yeah, apparently this is what I've heard. I don't know how true it is, but the windows here are special in terms of they have got their like anti-wind. Oh, okay. Almost, oh, so, so they're meant to they, kind of walk yeah, yeah. with the wind to kind so of they have some smashing. some give yeah. in them yeah. to begin yeah. with. Oh, so like when you look at the windows here, if you see it's really windy yeah, and they bend, don't worry, that. they're not going to smash in. One of my favourite things was in the FITV house back before we had the sofa up against the wall. You know when we had it sort of separating the room, so yeah. sort of boxing. If you sat on that corner bit when it's rainy and windy and sort of lashing onto that window, like late, well, early evening when it's just getting dark, sitting there, blanket, cup of tea, reading a book. <laughs> Properly, like almost like reminded if you're in a, a conservatory or something like that. It's the closest to get yeah. to a conservatory Sounds down very here. Cozy. Yeah, yeah. So uh, you found the wind all right then? Yeah, it's not been too bad. I've not fallen over yet, so that's good. <laughs> Just wait that's till a, the snow comes. I know. I can't wait. Well, we've already seen the snow twice. I know, but proper snow. But proper snow. Yeah, yeah it needs to stick. Yeah, it needs to It'll stick to you. I'm I'm more worried about driving around on the icy roads than the mm. snow. I think we've all actually got a driving lesson with the lovely yeah. Graham Didlick looked in, so mm. that yeah. should be quite That'll good. That'll be interesting. <laughs> Not well, actually getting used to all, all weather driving. Exactly. exactly. Well, this thing, because the weather, like, I guess you were sold on it as well. Like, you were told the weather down here changes every 15 minutes, but yeah. it didn't yesterday. No, did it, it, it rained all day, which, um, yeah, because Paula told me beforehand, Oh, if you just wait around for 20 minutes, then it'll probably be sunny, or <laughs> it'll rain, or it'll change. And then she sold you a lie. <laughs> I've been lied to. I've been, I've, 
<laughs> should, I should I should really get some kind of compensation now that I've been lying. Uh, you needed to get it in writing, you see. <laughs> Just the fact that she'd said it over the phone doesn't count. Though verbal contracts are binding, aren't yeah, they? they, are, they are. Can I can I opt in with my would you rather? Because that ties out into yeah, lie. When it. you say she, you'd say she sold you a lie, I know it's probably a bit early, but would you guys rather? <laughs> and I don't know. Is Hannah, really Hannah jumping the gun with our jumping topics? Jumping the gun. <laughs> well, I thought we could spread out our would you rather's instead of yeah, saying yeah, them one hit. But would you rather be forced to take true serum so you can only ever tell the truth, or only ever be able to tell lies? Serum that makes you just lie all the time. Here we go. Questions. Hmm. Okay. All right, Kyle. Do you wanna do you wanna go about that one first? So the. So truth serum, so you can only ever tell yeah, the truth. Yeah. So even if someone's like, "Oh, do you like my new haircut?" and you you have and you don't, you have to be like, "Oh, I don't." Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So you only ever tell the truth. Super truthful. Or uh, you can only ever just tell lies. Well, I think that hmm, this might sound really bad, but I think if you had to tell the truth all the time, you'd get in trouble a lot more. Because <laughs> <laughs> if you say there, you lie all the time, Carl, no, I'm, not saying, I, I'm not saying I lie all the time, but I'm saying that. Uh, I think if if you're lying, you've got a bit more leeway with stuff, so you can kind of not get away with things, but you can be politer. You can be. I think we're getting an insight into what kind of journalist <laughs> yeah. Kyle You'd wants to be. You make a good politician. Be. I would. I was going to say politician. <laughs> <laughs> lying uh, all the time. I don't know. Well, it's like um, again, if you if you had to tell the truth all the time, then anytime anyone asks you a question, you'd have to immediately answer it with. The complete truth, and not just even. You'd have no filter. Yeah, you'd have you? no yeah. filter. You'd have no chance to even say, "Oh, I'll tell you a little bit of the truth," and then I'll just leave the rest of it blank because you'd have to just give the whole spiel about. I don't know. Like, if someone came up to you and was like, "What do you think of me?" You're like, "Oh, good." Well, no, actually, I've got <laughs> every bad fault I've ever had, and every good fault, I suppose. But then, if you're lying, you can just be like, "Oh, yeah, you're right." Yeah. And it just saves time because you don't have to go into a whole spiel about it. Well, to sound far more goody two shoes than Kyle is here, um, I think I'd rather tell the truth. But in terms of in terms yeah. of your truth serum, would I be obliged to answer, or could I awkwardly run away from the conversation? Well, you'd have to answer. You would you would just blurt out everything. You wouldn't have even time to process. No, it would just blurt mm-hmm. out everything. As in, like, would I, would, would I look at you and just say exactly what I'm thinking? Is that kind of true, Sim? Yeah. Or is it more in terms of if you ask me a question, then my question will be true, my answer will well, be both, truthful? Both, so, like, you will just so say t- everything. So yeah. the truth serum is taking away my ability to, like, filter out yeah, my responses to, stop what you're to begin saying. with. Yeah, you just automatically say whatever's truthful at the time well then at that point that point then I would change my answer because then I'd like because the lying at least I have an element of control yeah whereas if mm-hmm. you if you were taking it I think it's not so much the truth that would put me off in mm. your scenario but more the 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 control that was taken away from it. I feel like my, my free will of being able yeah, to speak when I want no to speak control to not lie with with the whole lying all the time but I wouldn't you wouldn't have control not to lie so you'd never be able to tell the truth. So what I would look so like, e- even if we weren't having a conversation, lie. I would just lie to you about yeah. something yeah. Un- unrelated to anything because I, I have well, no, to burst out. No, but do it like, in context of the conversation. I feel like this is... <laughs> uh, it's getting out of hand here. Uh, of hand. <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> My just justification as well is if you, even if you just had to like talk, but you had to lie. So say, I don't know, Tom was saying, oh, are, are, do you have... I don't know. Do you have your story ready yet? And then I'd have to lie and say no. Yeah. I could still just ex- like put it on a memory stick and give it to him. Yeah, you could still yeah. do that. Yeah. So I could still be like, oh no, I don't. Here it is, though. So, <laughs> or, so it almost sounds like you're not lying at that point, and you're the most exactly. sarcastic human being yeah, exactly. in the world. Yeah. <laughs> you just get to be sarcastic, and then that's then you can get friends and be funny then. <laughs> <laughs>
Sarcasm is the lowest form of wit, my mother always told me. It's still a form me. of wit, <laughs> but it's, it's a form of wit nonetheless. <laughs> don't know how we're going to link this to whatever's next on the list to talk about. <laughs> uh, well, this is where we need Paula's ukulele. So, Paula, if you're listening, if you could send us a soundbite of your ukulele from a beach in the Cayman <laughs> Islands with some lovely, I was going to say some lovely Hawaiian music in the background, but that's a completely, completely different part of the world. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we'll just, we'll just ignore the fact that I messed that up. Um, but Hannah was talking about, about bins being blown over earlier and we talked about the wind but one of the points you made when you were mentioning that was the plastic blowing everywhere mm-hmm. and there's a big thing about recycling down here and though it's not plastic related Kyle's been all over the recycling stories this week all over the recycling go on hit us what's changing with the recycling in the Falklands at uh, the moment I don't, know, I, don't, I don't know if anything's changing like it's not like they're going okay well we're going to stop recycling this one thing and recycle this other thing now it's more that they're trying to get more people to recycle and specifically the recycling glass. You should be more enthusiastic about all of this right now. It's I, a positive thing. Come I, on. I, I, am, I am enthusiastic about it. Uh, it's, I'm Did trying, you go high I'm, pitch when you lie? Or? Uh, <laughs> how, how, how you know? I've not drank the truth. So <laughs> <laughs> you don't know we might have already put it in your, in your morning tea. Um, but yeah, so there's, a, at home. there's a whole bunch of new glass recycling bins all the way around Stanley. I think in 10 different places. Mainly in shops, so uh, I think the Westall has one, and mm-hmm. the Kelpers have some, uh, there's one outside Standard Services. So how many um, were there before this? There was one, and it was behind the town hall, but that one's a fancy one, because I think that one is a glass crusher, as Ooh. well as being a, well, Ooh. that's how they recycle glass, they just crush it down and then they use it for other things, so you okay. put a bottle in and it get crushed in the machine. But now these ones are, they're just like big wheelie bins, you put your glass bottles in, then it gets carted out to uh, one of the qualies, gets put in a big uh, glass crusher, and then uh, all the glass can be used for... It actually has a surprising number of uses, I found out. Wheelie bins to get blown over, or are they the big no, huge? No, <laughs> firstly, they're massive. They're massive wheelie bins. And secondly, the one outside standing service, at least, has a big rope going around it that's connected it to the uh, lamppost. tied up. Yeah. So you, it can't move in the slightest. Unless the, the, the lamppost goes. Unless the <laughs> lamppost goes. I like the other one then. <laughs> but uh, it seemed pretty secure. Like it was, I went out there yesterday to film it and it seemed to be dealing with the wind okay. Oh, that's good. But, um, but yeah, so that's all going on. And then all the recycled glass can be used for insulation or the in cement or on the loads and am i right in saying people use it for greenhouses here i've heard that in the floor of their greenhouses or conservatories so the the underfloor heating because it heats up that's what i've heard through the grapevine i don't know how you can use it for all kinds of stuff it seems like it's got multiple uses i really want to call kyle out and ask him for a couple of these uses because i'm sure they're in the piece this week i've just said a couple of the uses insulation (laughs) in cement they put it on the loads calling me out oh no that's grand so um so those changes are coming in so the glass is going to be used so that's that's that, good that's perfect and then i think they're um uh i don't think they've got i don't think anything's in the pipe work yet but they are looking to expand on the cycling scheme into like recycling paper and cardboard and all that other kind of stuff that can be recycled. Okay, and with the way it's done at the moment, obviously you're saying there's glass bins around Stanley. Is there is there going to be sort of a, you have to do that triage at home or is it, I so don't I know, because you know how in the UK you've got separate bins for yeah. everything. Is that is that kind of thing going to be implemented? So I think, uh, actually, I was talking to the lovely Nick Francis over at PWD mm-hmm. and he was saying that the next step is to actually have the glass recycling bins being brought to people's houses as an extra kind of uh, 
there's an extra bin, like a little thing you can just put your glasses in, and then it'll just be collected alongside your normal uh, waste. Stuff. But do they have the manpower? Because I've always wondered why that we don't have um, all the glass and separate brown bins and things like yeah. we do back in the UK here. But do they not have the manpower? Is it because they don't have the manpower to collect it? Uh, I, I it will take more time for them to. Uh, I'm not sure. I think it's just. I, I think it's just not something that they've done in the past. Mm. But um, like he did say that that is their plan to just put out extra bins for people to chuck their. Will the people have to pay for them? Because I know uh, some of the ones in the UK are paid service. Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure about that actually. Um, we shall find we out. Shall find out. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say all these questions have to be taken down actually, and uh, yeah. the follow-up Asked piece again. Yeah. Yeah, well, um, that's not the only change that the Falkland Islands is seeing at the moment. Moving away from recycling and moving more into matters of regulation and legislation, there's all these, all these fun words. Yeah. Hannah has been getting very much involved in the changes to the AGs. Crime Bill 2019. Crime Bill 2019, there we go. All right, yes, take it away. Lots of different changes to laws in the Falkland Islands, but what it is is that um, in 2017, uh, we, there are a load of amendments to criminal law and what happens is there's people here in the Falklands who look at the law in the UK, see how the, it's been reformed and the changes that have been made and decide whether those laws are applicable to here in the Falklands. Because obviously some things have to be like tailored to, yeah. to here. Um, so recently, well, in the past month, they've changed a load of different things and added new laws in and legislation that will hopefully make the Falklands a safer place. Not that the Falklands isn't safe, <laughs> um, but there are certain, obviously there are certain crimes and things like that, that here in the Falklands are more, um, there's more of an abundance of them than Prevalent, yeah. other places. So I'm trying to say it without saying the crime. <laughs> you probably no, guess no, what course, it is. Yeah, if you yeah. live in the Falklands, you'll probably be able to guess what I'm talking about. But um, yes, there's a lot of new laws that are hoping to prevent yeah. it happening at an earlier stage. So it's very be. interesting what you're saying about like there was some changes in 2017 mm -hmm. that was in the UK, mm -hmm. those changes. Yes. And so it's taken two years, but they're being implemented here locally yeah. then. But yeah, but there's also some new stuff. So in 2017, laws changed in the UK. Mm -hmm. They, Some of the people here wanted to monitor and see how those laws have affected the court process and things like that in the UK to decide whether it's worth bringing them in here. If that makes sense. Okay, so some of the stuff like because they're trialing these new law trialing, but trying them yeah. out to yeah. see to see if it works. And obviously, like every every law in the UK isn't one hundred percent going to be applicable here mm -hmm. because we're a different country. Things are different. So the um, legislation locally can pick and choose which ones they want yeah. to want yeah. to use from the UK. Yeah. Are, are there many? And I mean, this is a far broader mm. question to which you might not know the answer just yet. I'm sure in about two months' time, mm. once you've finished your yeah. series on AG's changes, you will. Yeah. But do you know, are there any laws that are specifically built like for the Falklands, or are they all taken from the UK? Um, I'm not sure, to be honest. I would have thought there probably are some laws that are specific to the Falklands, mm. but I, off the top of my head, I can't tell you which on that crimes bill there weren't any that I thought all. But there, when I was reading through the list of amendments, you can kind of um, piece together why each law has been brought in mm -hmm. based on previous cases that have gone through the courts in the past just year. The, just that you've yeah, seen 100%. in the past year. Oh, okay. 100%. Um, well, I thought one of the really interesting things, I was talking to one of your interviewees mm. this week, actually, Stuart Walker, yeah. the Crown Pro Council, yeah. <laughs> um, and he, was, he made a really good point, which is quite an obvious mm. one, but I didn't think about, was the fact that implementing the UK laws, because the senior magistrates that come down come from the UK, if you were going to have a whole separate 
set of laws built in the Falklands, then bringing down a senior magistrate from the UK wouldn't work because they'd have to be retrained in Falklands law. Yeah. Whereas actually utilising utilizing like the English law, you can bring down defence barristers, yeah. much like in the case that's, that you can hear all about on FITV this week, uh, mm. um, and things like that. So it actually is very transferable, because if you had a whole different thing, that you'd have to retrain the people you want to bring down well, the like problem, locum. The problem was, was that there were a lot of laws in the UK that we didn't have here. So, mm. for example, a recent case that was in court without naming names uh the reason it, the investigation had to be reopened was because um we didn't have the same law in the uk that they wanted to try and for here in the falklands we didn't have the same law so they had to reinvestigate it here in the falklands because ah. we couldn't get the person for the same so they had event, to they yeah. had to change which chart they had to investigate it further Twi to get a different yeah, charge to get the evidence to get the yeah Wow, because the, the original charge mm. wouldn't have stuck in the Falklands because yeah, that didn't, didn't exist. That. Yeah, it didn't exist, whereas now it does exist. Ah, oh, okay. Oh, with the, with with the, the recent 29... Yeah. Ah, okay. So stuff like that, like, it's, it's complicated. Because, you know, we were talking about um, extraditing people and stuff like oh, that, yeah, and yeah. People back and trying them in two different countries yeah. and things. And I, someone had said to me, oh, we th they thought that this person was going to be not only tried in the... U in, in the Falkland Islands and serve a sentence, but then when, he, when they go back home to the UK that they might be tried again. But obviously now that the laws, I, I don't think that's necessarily true. Because I, I always thought if you committed a crime in a certain country, that's, that's the country that you'd serve your sentence in. Yeah. And then that would be it once you'd serve it. You know, you hear about yeah. people who do drug mulling and stuff like that and go yeah, to foreign jails and prisons. Yeah. yeah. So I, that's, that was my thought on it. But... I'm guessing if the laws are different in different countries, if you've committed that offence in that said country, you'd go down for that offence, that law there. Mm, that but law then there. if you went home, I don't know whether they'd then say, oh, actually. Yeah. How transferable yeah, is that? Yeah, I, I wouldn't have thought, I would have thought because you've served your sentence in that country and you committed the crime in that country, that's where you served your sentence and you'd, once you'd serve it, you'd fine, but. I don't know. But I guess this It'll is. Be interesting I guess. I guess, out, yeah. I guess this is stuff that you're going to touch upon. So for for the listener, if you're watching along with this week's Falklands in focus, then Hannah's got a piece on. Uh, it's the changes to child abduction yes. law. Um, and Hannah will be following a variety of changes mm. in the criminal law uh, over the next few weeks. So make sure you keep an eye on a weekly basis to hear all of Hannah's updates. And I'm sure that we'll be prying her criminal mind <laughs> as the weeks go on on the, on the podcast Definitely. on the podcast as well. Um, and speaking of the coming weeks, what are we uh, what are we up to? What are we up to next week, guys? Got anything? Got anything exciting on the cards? We're going to give screen for you and I. Are, yes, yes, indeed. Is that um, where you're first of the memorial season, isn't it? Is, it? I think. Uh, no, because we went to Anzac as well. Oh yes, of course, yes. of course. So, probably the second one. Yeah, second one. <laughs> but it's all right. It's not. It's not a break of dawn. This one. It's, we don't have <laughs> to be good. there until about half don't past one. Too early. <laughs> um, with Lieutenant Victoria, Lieutenant. Or what I'm country? Asking, what what country I'm are you from? Because Hannah. Uh, this, yeah, do you know what? It's quite funny. Whenever I do the What Song Guide, yeah. the voice for it, I do both. So the <laughs> just person in case. has a choice yeah. of which one's right, because I can never remember. Because they're, just... they're spelt the same way, mm. it's just one's American I'm and one's sure UK. i lieutenant is UK and lieutenant is American. Yes, mm. that is the case. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> I always say lieutenant, which yeah. is terrible. And uh, Hannah, what are you up to on Sunday? Uh, swimming. I'm going swimming. <laughs> which should be quite good. I'm going, there's a swimming gala going on where they're getting some of them guys from MPA down to do some swimming, it's almost like a swimming competition, 
with some of the local swimming clubs. Is it like synchronised like swimming? When you say gala, I'm thinking uh, of dressage no, 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 in no, a no. swimming pool. I think pool. it's like races and stuff like that. So a bit like the multi-sports that happened um, mm -hmm. a month or two ago. Um, so they're going to have a big competition, which should be quite good. And that's nice as a build-up to the yeah, Island, Island Games, Games this summer yeah. as well, isn't it? So I think that would be quite good. And then what else we got next week? We've got... I'm off to do some artificial insemination. To do some? <laughs> to do That's some. That's yeah. I thought I'd have a go with something. Nice. <laughs> see, um, there's a really nice lady down, and I'm going to say she's from Australia, which I think she is, or New Zealand. Could be one of the two. Oh, don't mix that Michaela, up. Um, she's come down to with her semen in some... Uh, I know, I wanted to see if you'd laugh. <laughs> with some semen in some big jars that are in, like, um, dry ice that um, she's going to used to artificially inseminate some sheep, which Ooh. would be quite interesting. We'll be picking, again, picking your brain on all of the, uh, all, all, all the, the, rivet <laughs> the riveting things about AI <laughs> next week. Um, um, <laughs> and then we've also got, well, we'll be up doing an update on what's going on with the hospital developments. Mm -hmm. yep. um, which again, if you want any information on that, uh, Falklands in Focus mm. 428. Yeah, yeah, 428 for next week's mm -hmm. one. Yes, indeed. Yeah. And um, we'll also be, our interview with CBF will be going yep. on, hopefully. Um, Depending on how <laughs> busy the news week is, because, yeah, I mean, week. you're saying it's about a seven-minute interview, isn't it? Yeah, well, what it I thought, will, it, yeah. It will we'll go on, see, it'll go online, definitely. Yeah. yeah, and then, um, what else is going on? What have you got on? I don't know. I think I was going to possibly look into some whale strandings uh -huh. uh, that have been happening and find out what, people can do about those. Oh yes, you've got an abundance of things from an environmental of stuff from the environmental public meeting that happened. Yes. Um, first one that I've been to in the Falklands as well. It was ah. very interesting. Um, how, how did it feel going to something that's like so regional but yet national as well? Because I mean, I take it you've done it at uni where you've gone to committee yeah, meetings, yeah. but they're all quite localised. Yeah. Whereas here it's a localised issue, but yeah, also a nationalised national. one as yeah. well. Far more interesting than any of the ones I did at uni. Because <laughs> all the ones I did at uni were like, planning ones when people wanted new sheds or hey don't worry like that will come basic, around <laughs> basic stuff so it was always a bit boring but so no it was um it was actually quite enjoyable it was uh it was a packed firm as well well, so it's, could, well it's good to see that even though the winter's coming around we've still got a still plenty got we've got plenty of things yeah plenty of things coming on so i think we're gonna we're gonna round up today's podcast with something that was introduced by you guys and paula whilst i was away uh, very briefly, some recommendations. Everyone, yes. everyone's going to. So let's let's go around and so Hannah, can you give us what your recommendation yep. to the listener is? Well, I've got two recommendations. The first one is Baby Driver. It was on last night on the television. It's very it good. was a very very good film. I love it. Um, I really like the editing. The soundtrack's really mm. good. The editing's all like to the soundtrack and yep. the beats, and it's just a visually very nice film. It is very very good. Second recommendation is Champney's face masks on the another time. <laughs> um, you can get them in a certain shop here for £12 and they've got the live jelly things and these moisturising cloth face masks that you put on that have little holes for your eyes and nose and mouth and you've got like this thing that hooks round the back of your ears. But I don't know, they're very nice and they're quite inexpensive. What brand did you say that was? Champneys. Champneys. So if Champneys are out there listening, please... Please send us free stuff. <laughs> please send an alight all of your stuff send to Hannah. <laughs> um, definitely worth buying. We want to have a little office pamper. Yes, we need to. And Friday afternoon office pamper session. Oh, doesn't that sound amazing? Uh, Kyle, recommendations. My recommendation is for something bad. Because <laughs> it's one of those things that's so bad it's enjoyable, but also kind of horrifying. Um, so the Sonic the Hedgehog movie 
has been announced. It was announced a little while ago, but the first trailer for it has come out. And I'm, I'm going I'm to give you a few facts about this trailer. <laughs> and, I want, and I want you just to see what your reactions are. So what do you think is the song used in the trailer, first of all? For Sonic the Hedgehog? For Sonic the Hedgehog. Maybe the Sonic thing. I don't know, something like about, it's got to be something about speed or something like that. I don't know. It's Gangster's Paradise. Oh, God. (laughs) What? Yeah. Really? What correlation to Sonic the Hedgehog (laughs) does that have at all? Um, Is it it like animated? So it's one of those ones where Sonic is an animated character, Mm. but everyone else is real Real. life. Like like Ted. Yeah, like Ted. In Inspector Pikachu. And yeah, in Detective Pikachu. Detective, pardon me. Detective Pikachu looks far better. (laughs) But um, he has human teeth. He is not wearing gloves, but instead has white furry hands. Human teeth? Yes. He doesn't like have... And like animal teeth or anything it's like he's just got someone's mouth stuck in there it's weird um, so I take it there's been quite a lot of backlash over this so much backlash with multiple memes and so cause a few images had leaked beforehand and people were already unhappy with that and then the trailer came out and there was people are horrified to say the least um, <laughs> partly because a lot of people just love Sonic and partly because people who don't love Sonic are looking at it and going that's what I think Sonic is and yeah, so now the director... So they just tried to humanise him a bit they, too much. He looks like a 13-year-old child that's covered in blue hair. Oh it looks awful. <laughs> so um, Going through a phase. So the director now has come out and said that they will be redesigning, the enti- they, redesigning Sonic for the entire film. When's, which is, when's really? the release date, G? It's, well, it's, it's this year, I think. They're so redesigning the entire yeah. Sonic. Because they've had such a backlash. Such a backlash to it. Um, which is worrying because it means that so many more people are going to have to rush that out and the workplace conditions are probably not going to be great in that studio. Mm. But uh, no, it's CGI yeah. takes yeah, exactly. A lot of people are going to be putting their hair yeah. out for the next few months. Exactly. Then whoever approved that design clearly doesn't well, that's have the an idea of, of what Sonic's supposed a lo- to be like. A lot of people have, been, have looked at it and gone, yeah, some, some big film person's looked at this and gone, no, he needs to be more relatable for the kids. <laughs> I um, want to have a look at this, I'm excited. I'm going to show you the trailer after this, yeah. but um, also Jim Kelly's in it, and Jim Kelly actually is probably the best part of that trailer. Everything <laughs> else is really bad. <laughs> also, the military's so involved. Jim Kelly a voice, or is he no, himself? No, he's, he's Dr. Eggman in it, which oh, is the big villain yeah. from um, Sonic the Hedgehog. Oh, is he the guy with the red moustache? Yes, yeah, red I remember him. <laughs> so he's actually the best part of that trailer, but everything else is not great. So I fully encourage everyone to watch it and just enjoy it. Enjoy, enjoy the wonderful the mess horrors. that it is. <laughs> well, you know, well, you know what? If I knew that, well, if I knew, if I knew more about like the, the rant you're about to have there, I would have said mine before because <laughs> I think that's a perfect one to end on. I don't feel like I can top Sonic the Hedgehog. Um, mine's just a book by Haruka Murakami reading Norwegian Wood at the moment, but it made me think of the first book by Murakami that I read called Kafka on the Shore. Um, it's like a combination, he's a Japanese author, but he was running a jazz bar in Tokyo until 1979 oh, wow. <laughs> and then decided that he wanted to write a book. And he wrote his first novel in 1979, released it and won Best New Writers Award. And he gave up the jazz bar and he's been writing ever since. Amazing. And his, stu- his stuff's awesome. It's, it's very like pop culture as well. Um, and it somehow incorporates like Japanese pop culture as well as like European and American pop culture. It's, it's a really interesting way in which he writes. And uh, Kafka on the Shore is like, uh, I had to actually look up what it was called. It's called uh, Magical Realism uh, okay. because it's, <laughs> there are like fantasy elements to it, 
but it's also hyper-realistic yeah. as well. So it's not like dragons or anything <laughs> like that, but it follows two different plot lines. And what I like is on the, you get all the, you get one plot line on all the even chapters and the other plot line on all the odd chapters. So you're just sort of like jumping between these, oh, these two. And uh, the one that, not Kafka, but the, the second storyline I like, it's like this 79 year old Japanese man and he has like, the magical part about it is he has an ability to find lost cats. And like, <laughs> so it sounds, it sounds really odd, but genuinely such a compelling read. Yeah. So there we go. Doesn't, sounds doesn't top good. out <laughs> Sonic Hedgehog at all. But uh, there we go. So those are our recommendations. Um, I don't think we're going to touch on the other would you rather's because we've been rambling for about half an hour now. So I think we're going to call that an end and we can keep my would you rather and Kyle's for next the week, next, next week. few weeks. <coughs> yeah. Well, thank you very much for listening. Uh, as always, if you want to follow on with uh, the Falklands in Focus episode on this week, you can watch it on KTV on channels 800 and 855 for full blown high definition. Uh, and you can watch it online on our website, fitv.co.fk, where you can subscribe for a, one episode or a year. Am I correct in saying the monthly yes. one got taken out? Cool. I think so. Um, yeah. So, yeah, that's episode 427, and we will catch you guys next week. See you next See week. Ya. Bye.